0: Welcome to another episode. Hope you guys are feeling great. I'm feeling good. Just got back from the gym, had some juice, feeling vibrant. And today we are talking about if I feel it would be beneficial for you to volunteer or work in a juice bar before you start your business. This is something that comes up a lot. A lot of clients ask, so we're going to talk about it today. Now, if some of you guys know my story, you may know that I have never worked in food service prior to getting started in this business. I had never worked in a coffee shop. I didn't know anything about how food service businesses worked. And I was thinking to myself, how hard could it be? And as you guys also probably know, as a part of my story, that I learned a lot Fast. I learned a lot of expensive lessons. And so, working and what I can say now being more seasoned and having an understanding of the many, many, many layers of how to run a juice business or healthy cafe and and the like, and understanding that there are veils of knowledge, I feel that first, let's talk about this process of volunteering. Now, sometimes people think that they may want to go to a competitor and tell them, hey, I'd like to volunteer for your business. Or maybe it's not a competitor, maybe it's someone who's, you know, so far away that you couldn't uh, and wouldn't identify with them as being competitors. In which case, some business owners may be willing to let you volunteer Some of them may not, and I'll tell you why. It might seem like a pretty straightforward transaction. Hey, you're going to save on labor. Let me come and help you, and in turn, I will learn. But what you may come to realize is that a lot of business owners have reservations around these kinds of non-committal relationships because they don't run a nonprofit. They run a business where they're going to be potentially investing time and energy in you and changing their schedule around, right? Because they have certain shifts. They only have so much space inside of the place. They have to teach you things, right? Just like how do things go? Where do things get placed? They have to invest energy in you. And if they feel like, hey, you're going to volunteer for a few days a week, and we're going to invest all this time and energy, in maybe even the customers getting to know you, it may not be a... Uh, As straightforward as you might imagine. Now, it's not to say that some people might not let you just come and wash dishes and observe. And, you know, but uh, if you do get people telling you that they're not up for it, that's probably why. And I can speak firsthand. You know, the only time I've ever let people do this kind of thing in our juice bar is when they've actually paid us to do it. And I've thought, okay, I'll, uh, it's worth the inconvenience because someone is going to be paying to observe and to watch and maybe to clean some stuff. But in some ways, it becomes, it can become more of a headache than it's worth when you know that this person is coming for a very um, kind of short-term uh, situation. So that's volunteering. I'm going to talk at the end of whether or not ultimately I think both of these are not so great or great. Um, The second thing is getting a job in a juice bar. I remember um, there's actually a client we're working with right now and they were thinking about this and I said, you guys are way overqualified. If I was a juice bar owner, I'd be curious what you're doing applying for my business. Um, And also, in some ways, you're overqualified and underqualified because they had no experience working in a juice bar or food service. And they were thinking about maybe getting a managerial position. And I said, you know, to be honest, as much as you guys are like have great resumes in a corporate sense, I probably wouldn't hire you for my business to manage because you have zero food service experience. And so, um, you know, depending on the circumstance and what my options were while I was looking to hire, uh, I'm always looking for people who have relevant industry experience because that'll save me from having to teach them as much over time. Now, when it comes to getting a job at a juice bar, it's not to say that you couldn't, maybe you could, you know, you have to see and try it out. And, and maybe that's kind of a no-brainer sort of, um, you know, you're, you're a no-brainer candidate and people will just hire you. But you also have to think about how much time you're going to commit to that role and how much you're going to learn. Because what I usually tell people is that you usually will learn about 80% of what you need to know in a pretty short period of time meaning maybe a week, maybe two weeks, okay? And when we do trainings for our clients, it's they can learn these things much faster because we can concentrate the training on what they need to know and all the roles, and we can also give them more information. Because the other thing to be aware of is that there are veils of knowledge, right? And so if you don't get a job as a manager, which, you know, most situations you probably wouldn't if you have no industry experience, maybe you do, but most likely you won't. And there are veils of knowledge. People who prep and make juice and work at the register don't know the things that the management knows. The management doesn't know the things that the owners know, right? And it's a different skill set. There are different things happening from the dimension of an owner and where you make decisions from than as a manager and then as what we call technicians in the world of business, the people who are carrying out the roles, and so the reason I tell you this is because I don't want you to be under the misconception that you're going to learn more than you will. You will learn something. It's not to say that it would be totally, you know, uh, in an irrelevant experience and of no value. But also you have to look at what the time commitment is versus the other routes of learning these things. And is it the most intelligent way? and use of your time to get a job for six months to a year to learn something that you probably could learn in about a week, maybe two weeks. Now, granted, working in a juice bar, a lot of it's muscle memory too, right? So when it comes to preparing things, which, to be honest, as the owner of the business, you're probably not going to be doing a lot of And so this is why I say it's a very short learning curve. When you understand the principles of the systems and the operations, then you know how it works, and whether you do it or don't do it becomes a little less relevant, and more a matter of understanding are the right things being done is more relevant. And that's more systems thinking. So my only reservations in telling people to get jobs at juice bars or volunteering is that, one, some juice bars owners won't even allow you to do it. Two... Uh, you may be under the illusion that you're going to learn more than, you're, than you really will, right? You might. It's kind of like a puzzle piece. In life, sometimes you think you've got 100% of the picture, and really you only have 20% of the picture. And when you're a business owner and juice bar business owner, the skill sets and the things that you should be doing day to day are so different than what you would learn when you are working inside of a juice bar, so all that to say, not to say don't do it, but hopefully you understand that there, there is a liability of time, right? And then there's a liability of thinking that you'll learn more than you will, especially if you're not going to end up managing, and especially if you don't have the plans to work in a juice bar for years and years and years and kind of graduate up the steps. If you work in a juice bar, for it's it's it really interesting. Oftentimes it's almost like, and I, I watched the guy t- who gave a TED Talk about this, and he was talking about how you can learn, like, you know, 80% of what you need to know with an instrument, for example, very quickly. But then that last 20% is really, really hard. So one way to look at it when it comes to learning, I found, is that, yeah, you can learn a lot of the things on a base level pretty fast. But then there's that other 20% that is the things that might be, take a long time to really grasp. And those are the 20% of things that actually matter in many situations. Just like when we, I've told stories about how we've had prospective clients who then later, you know, five years after having their first meeting with me said, oh, my God, it really took me five years to understand. And this is five years into them running their business, all the things that you were sharing and why it was important and what it actually meant. And these are people who are business owners. We're not talking about employees or managers of, of, of companies, right, in the same way that there have been people who have worked for me even who have gone out and launched juice bar businesses. And. And failed after a short period of time because they thought they knew more than they knew, and, and and from their own words, you know, have been quite humbled by the experience of believing that just because you were at a certain space that you saw everything. And these are people who have even been in the industry longer than I have, but not as owners of more so management of businesses like this. And so... I don't say that to discourage you. I say that to to help you guys realize that there's there's different vantage points and there's different realms of knowledge and the things that you guys need to know as business owners are going to only come from you being in business owners as being business owners and obviously getting mentorship and working with people who have experience as business owners and not making juice because making juice is easy. Right, making a smoothie is easy. It doesn't take 6 months to figure out how to do that, right? This is this is why they are considered entry level positions and jobs. But someone who is a really great entrepreneur is a rare human being, which is why there's only so many of them. And the ones that do well do really well and they're rewarded handsomely for that. If it was easy and everyone can do it, it would just be that way, but there are veils of knowledge. So, I hope I've I've kind of shared my point enough and, you know, maybe this is giving you clarity on whether you should or you shouldn't. Generally, if I was to distill it, I'd say it's probably not worth your time if you are going to be collaborating with a company like ours. If you're not, then, you know, yeah, maybe it would be worth some of your time. But I still think, like, the amount of time it's going to take for you to gain any very valuable knowledge is is just really not worth anybody's time if people are serious about being a business owner. But that's my perspective. At any rate, hope you guys are doing well. If you guys do need help with this or any other aspect of your business, you can reach me personally at andrew at dot com. And I hope you guys are feeling inspired to launch your businesses or grow your existing businesses. We are here together to create a world where there are more juice bar businesses and healthy cafes than unhealthy food service businesses. And I see it. I see it happening. It's really a beautiful thing. And I'm really grateful that you guys are all along this journey with us so we can make that a reality. Humanity is getting healthier, smarter, wiser. It's all really, really beautiful to see. Until next time, this is Andrew McFarlane with the thejuicebarexperts.com. Actually, we don't have a website. Don't go to that address. StarterGSpar.com and the GSpar Experts Podcast. Until next time, take care. Talk to you soon.